Phone Sex, A Good Omens Fan Fiction by Julia Jekyll, read by Gorilla's Gal 86. Chapter 1 I miss you, Crowley sighed, holding his phone tight against his ear, as if that would bring his ear feel physically closer to him. Can't you just sort of pop back and see me? Just for a moment. You're an angel. You don't really need all that public transport rubbish. My darling, are you suggesting I perform an entirely selfish miracle? No, I'm suggesting you perform a miracle which is partly selfish and partly benefits me, your husband, to whom you are bound in holy matrimony. Holy is ear fail. That's meant to be your whole area. Dear, you know how much power it takes to teleport. I wouldn't be able to get back here, and besides, wasn't it you who said we should try to avoid unnecessary? But it is necessary. Crowley all but whined, sliding snake-like off his couch and onto the floor, spreading his limbs out like a recently murdered hero in one of Shakespeare's more upsetting plays. I'm losing the will to live. You're killing me. You're killing your poor husband. Crowley, do stop being so dramatic. If the literal end of the world didn't kill you, a few days away from me certainly won't. I don't like the world as much as I like you. Oh, love, Aziraphale's tone was softer now. I miss you too, terribly. But I'll be back with you tomorrow evening, hopefully after picking up a few new books at this auction. And then we'll do something nice together. Like what? Like, I don't know, going to that new pub down the road for drinks and some of that bread with shiraka sauce you like. Crowley sighed. I do like shiraka sauce. He discovered the stuff fairly recently. It was so hot that it literally made him sweat, which was highly impressive given that he was a demon. In Crowley's opinion, any food that could make a demon sweat deserved respect. Well, we'll go there as soon as I'm back, I promise. All right, dear. All right, Crowley said, trying and failing not to sound petulant. We're agreed then. I'd better go now, darling. Dinner time at the hotel restaurant starts in 15 minutes and I... No, Crowley groaned. Don't go. He sighed deeply. I want to kiss you so bad. Oh, Crowley, I want to kiss you too. Believe me. How would you do it? Crowley asked, rolling onto his stomach and propping himself up on his elbows pushing the button for speakerphone on his mobile. Beg pardon? How would you kiss me? There was a pause, and then Aziraphale said, I'm not sure I understand. I'd do it the way I always do, of course, with my lips on yours. Tell me more. Uh, Aziraphale clicked his tongue. What more is there to tell? Angel, come on, Crowley said. Sometimes his husband really was frightfully slow on the uptake. Thousands of years slow, in some cases. I'm trying to be romantic. 
Describe it to me. Imagine you're kissing me and tell me how you do it. How it feels. Ah, well, one moment. Let me see. Uh, okay. I'd start kissing you softly, just with my lips moving slowly against yours. And then I'd put my hand on the back of your neck and pull you close to me and press myself against you. I'd keep kissing you, but more deeply, maybe with a bit of tongue. Oh, do go on. Crowley rolled over again, back onto his back. His cock was beginning to take an interest. Arousal was building in his nether regions. Okay, well, I would probably grab onto your hair at some point. Where's your other hand? Hmm? The hand that's not in my hair. Where is it? Oh, uh, I suppose it's, let's say it's on your shoulder. Which one? The left? Okay, Angel, I've put one hand on my left shoulder. I'm imagining it's your hand. Crowley? Yes? Is this, are, are we having phone sex? If Crowley had been drinking something at that moment, he would have spat it out in surprise. You know about phone sex? He asked incredulously. I read books, Crowley. Of course I've heard of phone sex. Zerophil sounded a bit affronted by the very idea that he might not know what phone sex was. He cleared his throat. I must admit that I've never actually tried it, though. Do you want to? Crowley heard his ear fail swallow. Uh, one moment, please. Crowley listened as his ear fail put the phone down. He'd imagined that it was probably an antique, and his fail didn't like anything that had been invented more recently than the rotary phone. Crowley heard a loud click, unmistakable the sound of his ear fail locking the door to his hotel room. Encouraged, Crowley drifted a hand over his cock, which was beginning to strain against his trousers. I'm back, as Earfail announced, sounding a bit more out of breath than before. So, phone sex. Fuck yes, Crowley rested a hand atop his erection. I've started touching myself. Well, you're going to stop now. Aziraphale said, his tone suddenly authoritative. It was the sudden command that pushed Crowley over the edge into full-fledged horniness. Oh, that's it, Angel, he moaned. Tell me what to do, you beautiful thing. Take your hand and press it against your mouth. That's me kissing you, Aziraphale said, his voice going wonderfully husky. I bite your bottom lip, just enough to hurt a bit, and then I kiss you again, with my lips and my tongue, to ease the pain. Ah. Crowley bit down on his lower lip, and ran his tongue over it. Angel, I am pulling your hair gently, as the fail went on. And now I'm kissing your neck, licking occasionally, but mostly just touching it with my lips, enjoying how it feels. That's good, 
Curly choked out, touching his neck with the hand that wasn't holding a handful of his hair. While you're doing that, I wrap my arms around you, trying to get you as close as possible. That sounds lovely, his ear fell side. I'm on the bed now, by the way. Are you hard? Getting there. I'm hard. So hard for you, Zier Fail. Touch yourself then. Take your trousers down and grab that beautiful cock of yours and start stroking it for me. Imagine my lips wrapping around it, my tongue flicking against it. Oh, heaven, angel, you are way too good at this, Crowley said, practically ripping his trousers open and pushing them down his legs. Along with his pants, he wrapped a hand around his cock and began moving it slowly, arching his back, lifting off the floor a bit. Oh, that feels good. I've just taken myself in hand, Zerfail panted. I'm stroking myself too. How does it feel? Extremely pleasurable. If I were there, I'd be sucking you off. I believe that would be even more pleasurable. For a moment, Crowley just listened to his ear-fail breathing heavily, picturing him lying on a hotel bed, flushed with arousal, getting off to the sound of Crowley's voice and the mental image of him sucking his cock. The thought turned Crowley on even more and he quickened his pace. I... I'm kissing you, Angel, he said, putting his free hand back against his mouth. You can taste yourself on my lips. I kiss you hard and then, oh, I start stroking you as you stroke me. Oh, yes, Aziraphale cried. Yes. Holy, my love, yes. My tongue is in your mouth. My other hand is in your hair. Oh, I love you so much. And I'm going to make you come. Oh, you certainly are. This air fail sounded wrecked and it was glorious. I'm kissing you back. Our tongues are sliding against each other and it's wet and messy and oh, lovely like everything we we do together. My cock is oh, so hard in your hands and it's because of you, my love. Ah. Oh. Crowley groaned, moving his hand still faster, imagining it as Aziraphale's hand. I love fucking your fist, angel. You can feel me spasming 
twitching. I'm not gonna last much longer. Nor am I, Aziraphale replied. And for the next few moments they didn't speak except to say each other's names, each enjoying the sound of the other, relishing his pleasure. Aziraphale, I'm going to... Crowley said, not even managing to finish the sentence before he came all over his fist. He kept up the motion of his hand, gradually slowing down, his head falling back against the floor with a thud as he drew the feeling out, waves of calm washing over him. Aziraphale finished a minute later, and Crowley closed his eyes to appreciate the gorgeous sounds he made. One long, loud moan, a couple of shorter ones, and then a soft sigh that trailed off into relieved, satisfied breathing. Aziraphale was the first to speak afterwards. Well, that was simply wonderful. Agreed. What a way to enhance an evening, Fail said with a little chuckle. I love you, my dear husband. I love you too, sweetheart, always. Crowley put his arm behind his head and leaned his head on it. Well, well. Suppose I'll let you go, Angel. Wouldn't want you to miss dinner. I'll call you tomorrow, darling, and I'll be home before you know it. And then we can actually suck each other off. <laughs> Indeed, Aziraphale laughed. I look forward to it. Me too. Good night, love, and good luck at the auction. Keep me posted. I will. Good night, my gorgeous one. Chapter 2 Shut your stupid leaves up, Curly snapped at one of the plants in the hallway. I don't need to hear your bloody rustling. The noise stopped. Wise move, Curly muttered. He was draped sideways over the chair in his study, his legs dangling over one arm. Impatience was making him more irritable with every moment that his husband didn't come home. He tried calling the hotel and there was no answer, so Aziraphale must have departed. But now Crowley had no way of contacting him, which made him a dangerous combination of nervous, frustrated, and generally twitchy. He was going to have to convince the angel to invest in a mobile phone, if only for Crowley's peace of mind. He absolutely hated not being able to talk to Aziraphale. He wondered whether, once his husband did come home, he would be able to convince him to stay in the flat, cuddle up with him in bed, and never leave him again. Crowley's own mobile buzzed with a text message, and he leaned across his desk to get it. To his surprise, the text message was from an unknown number. Hi, it's Aziraphale. I'm at pub. We talked about come see me. What the... Crowley said. With a flash of his fingers, he hit the call button and held the phone to his ear. 
It rang twice, and an unfamiliar voice came over the line. Hello? Uh, hello. My husband just texted me from this number. All right, the voice said. Hang on a moment. There was a rustle, a brief exchange of words that Crowley didn't catch, and then, Hello, darling, came Aziraphale's tearful voice. A rush of relief and gladness surged through Crowley's heart. Hi, sweetheart. Where are you? Why did you text me from a stranger's phone? I met the pub, love, remember? We discussed it last night. That wasn't the main detail I was focusing on last night, Crowley said, which made his ear fail giggle. But yes, I remember. Come down. We'll have the bread and shiraka I promised you, Aziraphale said. His voice was strangely high-pitched. Aziraphale, are you drunk? Crowley asked. No, no, dear, though I suppose I'm not exactly sober either. The chap who let me use his phone bought me a couple of shots. Crowley nearly fell out of his chair. He what? He bought me? Does he know that you're married? Yes, of course, Aziraphale said. I asked him if I could use his phone to contact my husband. Is he hitting on you? What? No, of course not. I borrowed his phone. I don't see why that would incite him to fisticuffs. No, Angel, not hitting you, hitting on... He cut himself off. You know what? Never mind. I'm on my way. Don't go anywhere else. I won't, love. I came here for you. I'll see you soon. I love you. I love you too, Crowley said. His ear fail hung up. Crowley was trembling as he slid his phone into his pocket, his hands balled up into fists at his sides. A stranger was buying drinks for his husband. Crowley was most definitely not okay with that. He grabbed his car keys and made for the Bentley. It only took about ten minutes to drive to the pub. Crowley parked the car down the road a little ways and got out. He stalked towards the small, nondescript building, clenching his teeth, his whole body alert and ready to fight if necessary. Feelings of anger and jealousy were sloshing about in his stomach as he practically ripped the pub door open, and he spotted his angel immediately, sitting at the bar with his back to the door. Despite the riot of emotions rolling inside him, Crowley felt the tingle of absolute adoration that he always felt when he looked at his ear fail, and it pushed the negative feelings into the background for a moment. He marched up to the bar and leaned on it, looking at Aziraphale from the side with a tentative smile. Aziraphale's face lit up at the sight of him, which, combined with the fact that the angel was sitting alone, made Crowley feel slightly less tense. Hello, love, the demon murmured. Aziraphale looked at him with pain in his eyes as Crowley sat down on the bar stool beside him. Crowley, darling, I'm so sorry he said. For what? Crowley put a hand on Aziraphale's arm and then, unable to resist a moment longer after the days they'd spent apart, he pulled his husband into an embrace. I missed you, sweetheart. I missed you too, Aziraphale said. He pulled back to look at Crowley. 
I am sorry about the man I was with. It never even crossed my mind that he was flirting with me until I realized what you'd actually said at the end of the call. I mean, I'm wearing a wedding ring clear as day. He held up his left hand to illustrate. Who the hell flirts with a man wearing a wedding ring? Not to mention I told him I'm married. I honestly didn't even think he was trying it on with me. Bugger, I'm so thick. I shouldn't have accepted those drinks. He looked extremely frustrated with himself. It's okay, Angel, Crowley assured him. You're not thick. You're perfect. And I'm not angry at you. I trust you. I'm angry at him. Where is he, anyway? As the airfail looked up and went visibly paler as a tall man in a tight shirt and leather pants strode up to them. His multicolored hair was slicked back with some kind of gel and he had three earrings in his left ear as well as a tattoo of some kind of rainbow squid on his neck. So, he said, aiming his words at his ear fail, the husband is real. Crowley stood up. Yeah, he said menacingly, narrowing his eyes behind his sunglasses. Very much so. Ethan, as ear fail said to the man, I sincerely appreciate you letting me use your phone, but I'd prefer it if you left me and my husband alone now. I apologize if I gave you the wrong idea. Sure you weren't giving me the right idea? Ethan asked. He looked Crowley up and down, his gaze suspicious. You don't even look gay, mate, he sneered. What the fuck does that even mean? I don't look gay, Crowley snapped. I can assure you I am. I'm here, I'm queer, and I'm married to this gorgeous man, so I suggest you stay the fuck away from him. Ethan's eyes darkened. He turned back to his ear fail. You know, it's never too late to find something better, he commented. That would be quite impossible, as ear fail said coolly. Now kindly fuck off. Ethan looked as if he might say something more than seemed to deflate. He turned on his heel and stomped away. Crowley kissed his ear fail on the cheek. That was amazingly sexy, he said. You really put him in his place. His ear fail responded with a kiss on Crowley's lips. It was easy. Nothing and no one could ever be better than you, he beamed. Now, how about that bread and chiraca? Actually, Angel, I'd rather just go home if that's okay. I really just want to get in bed with you and welcome you home. Oh, of course, darling. I'm sorry I didn't ask you about this first. I thought it would be a nice surprise. He gave a sad little shrug. Seems I was wrong. Don't worry about it, Angel. We'll come back here for dinner tomorrow, yeah? Hopefully he, he nodded in the direction of Ethan's departure, won't be around then. Oh, he won't, as the airfail's eyes briefly glowed with an angel's anger. Trust me on that. Crowley grinned widely. I love it when you get all intimidating. Thank you, dear, as the airfail smiled and took his husband's hand. Shall we? Crowley stood up. Yes. Chapter 3 My love, as Earfail said, putting his hands on Crowley's elbow and trying to gently ease the demon off him. Didn't you say you wanted to go to bed? Mm. Just a minute, Angel, Crowley replied, 
His voice muffled as his mouth was squashed against his ear Vale's neck. He'd been fiercely embracing the angel for nearly three full minutes, having wrapped his arms tightly around him as soon as they'd got in the door of his flat. Aziraphale gave a little sigh and stroked Crowley's hair. Very well, then, he said. Crowley pulled back and cupped Aziraphale's neck in his hands. He gazed into the angel's eyes. Sorry if I'm being overbearing. I'm just really happy to have you home. He wrinkled his nose slightly. Also, you smell like booze. Ah, yes. Perhaps I should have a shower. Crowley's eyes flashed with interest, his yellow iris is expanding. Perhaps, he said, weaving a little bit of his trademark seductive growl into his words. Or perhaps we should have a shower. He leaned down and brushed his lips over his ear fails earlobe. The angel shivered and his hand tightened in Crowley's hair. I don't like the idea, Crowley whispered, running his hand slowly down his ear fails arms. Of another man doing what I'm meant to be doing. He took the earlobe between his teeth and bit down lightly, making his ear fail tense wonderfully against him. Crowley could feel his husband waiting to hear what he would say next, hanging on his every word. His cock started to harden in his trousers. And what are you? His ear fails voice cracked and he cleared his throat meant to be doing. Slowly and deliberately, Crowley slid his tongue down the length of his ear fails ear. Seducing you, he replied. His ear fail gasped as Crowley suddenly pressed their bodies together, running his hands up the angel's back. You won't have much work to do, he said breathlessly, returning Crowley's embrace trying to press his groin against his leg. Oh, I'm wearing far too many clothes. Agreed, said Crowley. Take them off. He let go of his ear fail and stalked off in the direction of the bathroom. On his way, he peeled his jacket off and threw it on the floor. At the bathroom door, he turned around and gave his ear fail his best come-hither look and began to slowly unbutton his shirt. As Aerfail, who had made an effort and was beginning to get hard too, reached up with shaking fingers to undo his tie. He usually didn't throw his clothes on the floor, but at the moment his main concern was getting his hands on his demon. He tossed the tie aside, not even bothering to watch where it landed. That's it, Angel. Crowley purred, pulling his shirt off and dropping it carelessly. Undress for me. Give me a show. One you don't give to anyone else. No one else, Zierfell repeated, making quick work of the buttons on his waistcoat. You're the only one for me, Crowley. You're my husband, my lover. Only you get to see me like this. Crowley rolled back his upper lip and hissed snake-like. It sent a bolt of arousal straight to his ear-fails cock. 
there had been a time when he might have found Crowley's habit of hissings in time of high emotion disconcerting or even disturbing. But now he couldn't imagine anything sexier. He stared into the wide, reptilian eyes he loved so well and hurried to take off his waistcoat and shirt. Crowley, now bare-chested, began to work at his belt. His ear fail waited until he'd taken it off to start removing his shoes and socks. Crowley licked his lips as he watched the angel unfasten his trousers and then pull them off to stand, naked before him, half-hard and gorgeous. A demonic smile spread across Crowley's face. Turn around, he ordered throatily. His ear fail obeyed. You're lovely, Curly said. Come over here, come to me. Once again, Seraphale did as he was told. Curly put his hands on his shoulders, then leaned down to trace his lips over his collarbone, moving down towards his chest. You're mine, he declared, flicking the skin with his tongue. I'm yours. Seraphale trembled with desire. He wanted so many things it was hard to count them all. Mine, just mine. Crowley moved behind his ear fail and began to kiss the back of his neck just under his hairline. He scratched lightly at his shoulder blades and moved his hands down and wrapped his arms around the angel's waist to cup his swelling erection pushing his own cock against the angel's backside. Oh. His ear fell gasped, trying to press forward into Crowley's hands. Uh-uh-uh, Crowley said, squeezing his ear fell's cock. I've got other ideas. He took hold of his ear fell's hand and led him toward the bathroom. The shower came on full blast and at the perfect temperature after a stern glance from Crowley, and Crowley began taking off his trousers and pants, the only clothing he hadn't yet removed. His ear fell watched with a hungry expression. When Crowley turned back toward him, his eyes were alight with intention. Get in, he commanded. His ear fell stepped into the shower sighing with enjoyment as the hot water hit his skin. Crowley climbed in after him and immediately slid to his knees. Oh, Crowley, his ear fail said, delighted as he watched the demon look up at him from the shower floor. Step forward a bit, Crowley said. His ear fail moved toward him. Crowley gripped his ear fail's hips firmly and traced his tongue up his cock. Zerfail said he closed his eyes. You like that angel? You like what I do to you? You like the way I make you feel? Yes, yes. Does anyone else do this for you? Does anyone else lick you from top to bottom? Does anyone else make you hard like this? No. No one else. Only you, Crowley. Only you. Do you want anyone else doing it? Never.
That's my angel. Crowley crooned and swallowed him. Oh! Aziraphale put one hand against the wall to hold himself upright, having suddenly gone a bit weak in the knees. He bit his lip as Crowley sucked him off, his toes curling against the wet shower floor. Crowley... Crowley hummed and continued sucking and tonguing his ear fail. Oh, yes, just, just, I, I like that. His ear fail stammered. That feels so good, Crowley. Oh, son of a... Crowley made an encouraging little noise as he increased the suction on his ear fail's cock and his ear fail kept talking. You're so good, darling. Oh, oh, you do so well. No one else can, can make me feel so oh, good. Crowley's hands pressed into Aziraphale's hips and then he released his cock. Aziraphale whined in protest, but then Crowley stood up and kissed him hard. And Aziraphale frantically kissed him back, winding his arms around his husband's wet body, feeling the water pound down both their heads. As they kissed, Crowley's fingers found Aziraphale's cock and he began moving his hand quickly up and down. His ear fell groaned. Oh, yes, Crowley, yes. Crowley bit his ear fell's lip and pumped him even faster. He pressed his free hand into his ear fell's back, digging his nails in, pulling him closer. Oh, his ear fell said, fingers clenching on Crowley's shoulders. Love, I'm getting close. In my mouth, Crowley replied, and he got back on his knees. He swallowed his ear fail's cock again, and his ear fail gave a soft cry. Oh, yes, his ear fail encouraged him. That's it. Oh, love, that's it. Oh, yes, I'm going to come. He breathed out slowly and clung to Crowley's shoulder and then his orgasm rushed through him, spreading from his groin to the rest of his body, weakening his knees still further and nearly making him lose his balance. Crowley kept his mouth where it was, swallowing and sucking until it was over. Oh, that was wonderful. Aziraphale declared as Crowley stood up to kiss him. World's better than on the phone. Crowley gave him a final kiss. Good. Now wash up, Angel. I'll be in the bedroom. He smiled and before Aziraphale could protest, he stepped out of the shower. Recalling the long trip he'd taken, not to mention the fact he didn't want the smell of alcohol and other men when he sucked Crowley off in a few minutes. His ear failed did as his husband had told him and washed his hair and then his body. The hot water on his skin was soothing and cleansing, 
and by the time he stopped the shower and toweled off, he felt like a new angel. He supposed the recent fantastic orgasm had helped as well. When Aziraphale had finished in the shower, he went into the bedroom and found Crowley on the bed, still naked and hard. He ran his tongue over his lips. Well, don't you look delicious, he asked. I do, Crowley smiled wickedly. You can taste if you like. He lifted his hips slightly, presenting his cock. Tempting, Aziraphale said, but I think I'll start a little higher up. Kiss me then, Crowley replied, and Aziraphale did. He lowered himself onto the bed and kissed Crowley. I love you, he told him between kisses. I love you and I'm yours. There's no one else in the universe for me. It's always been you. Oh, tell me, angel. Crowley leaned up to kiss his cheek. Tell me how good I am. Tell me I'm all you want. You are. As the airfield tongued Crowley's neck lightly. How could I ever want anyone else when I have you? My handsome, sexy demon who sucks me off and makes me come so perfectly. He licked his way down Crowley's chest. I'll never want anyone else. You're perfect, Crowley. He positioned himself between Crowley's legs. I'd like to suck your cock now if I may. Go for it, angel. Crowley grinned. Aziraphale smiled at him and took him in his mouth. Crowley gave a low moan of pleasure as Aziraphale began to work his mouth up and down. After a moment, he slid Crowley's cock out of his mouth and began to pump it with his hand instead so he could continue the stream of praise. You get so beautifully hard for me, darling. You have the loveliest cock I've ever seen. Every bit of you makes me want you more. He lowered his head and began to suck again. Oh, angel. I love it when you talk like that. Mm, that's right. Suck me. Oh, yes. That's the stuff. As the air fails, seamlessly switched back to a hand job. You've made me come so hard, dear. You're so good. So sexy, irresistible. He increased the speed of his hand, making Crowley arch his back. Can never get enough of you. Oh. Crowley gripped the bed sheets with one hand, bearing the other in his own hair. Keep going. Yes, my love. Aziraphale cupped up the hand job, then combined it with his mice, his fingers and tongue, working in tandem to pleasure his husband. Angel, that feels amazing. That's right, darling. Aziraphale continued his work, taking Crowley closer to the edge. He tongued the head of Crowley's cock while still moving his hand rapidly. Oh, I'm gonna... 
Fuck yes, Aziraphale said, and it was the sound of that word on his angel's lips that made Crowley come all over his stomach. Aziraphale squeezed his cock and released it. Crowley took a deep breath and lay back, boneless on the bed. Oh, this incredible angel. Crowley wiped himself off with his ear fails towel, then tossed it on the floor. He'd do the laundry tomorrow, maybe. Absolutely marvelous, his ear fail agreed. He slid into Crowley's arms and they lay back together, cuddling, relishing each other's presence. Welcome home, sweetheart, Crowley said. Aziraphale laughed a little. I'm glad to be back. He kissed Crowley's jaw. Having breathtaking sex and being held by the love of my life is much better than staying in a hotel alone. And don't you forget it, Curly kissed his head. By the way, did you end up getting any books at the auction? I did, actually. First edition of Mr. Stevenson's book, you know the one. The strange case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Heard of it. Well, I got it. You really ought to read it, love. Did you ever meet Mr. Stevenson? I don't believe I did. Nice fellow. Shame his health was so poor. Anyway, this book. Aziraphale went on about the books he'd bought and cruelly sighed contentedly. There was nothing better than having his love at home. He did, however, make a mental note to try phone sex again the next time his ear fail went somewhere without him. The End <laughs>